the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the program and welcome to 2020. Happy New Year. This is our first program of the new year. And I just want to pray God's blessing upon each and every one of you on this new year. On your 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 personal life, your spiritual life, your family life, your church life. May God bless and prosper you in this new year. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. And yes, we are a live program. We're here in the studio, ready to take your calls, ready to pray for your prayer requests, ready to seek the Lord to answer questions, whatever. But before we do anything, let's open this program with prayer. So would you pray with me? Would you pray for me? Would you pray for this program and this ministry? You know, this is our, we're, 2020 is will be our 33rd year here at KKLA. Yes, we started back in 1987, and it's been an amazing time here at KKLA, 33 years. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you and we praise you. We thank you for this new year, Lord. We thank you for 2020, and we enter into this, into this year, Lord, with thanksgiving, on our lips, praise in our hearts, worship to you, Lord. You are worthy, worthy to be praised, worthy to be glorified, worthy to be worshipped. And I pray that each and every listener be blessed this year, Lord. Lord, bless them spiritually. Bless them, bless them physically, financially. Lord, I just pray for, for blessing upon blessing, Lord, upon each and every listener. Father, I know, Lord, that you have a work to do this year. I know that there'll be change in this year. I know that there'll be sanctification in this year. I know that there will be maturing in you, growing in you. Lord, there's so much that you desire to do. And I pray, Father, for everyone who would submit, who would humble themselves to you, Lord, who would surrender to you, Lord, that we would seek you with all our heart for all of 2020 and the rest of our lives. Lord, that this would be a year to glorify the name of Jesus as always. Holy Spirit, lead us tonight. I pray your blessing upon, upon every listener, every caller. I pray that there would be prayers answered, prayers fulfilled. I pray that there would be knowledge and understanding and insight to your word, Lord. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, welcome again to the, to the Gypsy Christian Hour. This is the Gypsy Christian Hour. Uh, I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We'll be here for the next hour. We'll be taking calls. We'll be talking about the Bible. We'll be praying for your prayer requests. So whatever's uh, on your heart tonight to, to bring before the Lord, whatever you need to pray about, uh, 
And we all need to pray. We all need to pray about something. There's always things in our life that we need to pray about. The Lord knows your needs. He knows your desires. But he wants you to come before him in prayer. He wants you to faithfully come before him and seek him. So do you want to seek the Lord tonight in prayer? Do you need prayer? Do you know somebody who needs prayer? I know a few people who need prayer tonight. And we're going to pray for them in just a minute or two. But if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if there's somebody hurting, somebody ill, somebody in the hospital, somebody that you know you want to live before the Lord, if there's a situation in your life, a circumstance in your life that you know you need change, you you want the Lord to change something in your life, call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's one 1- 888-995-5552. Take this opportunity. Take this opportunity to pray. Take this opportunity to, to join with others and, and let them pray with you. Let them pray for you. The Lord wants you to come before him. Look what it says in, in 1 John, the fifth chapter. It says, this is the confidence which we have before him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests which we have asked from him. How awesome is this? We can have confidence, you can have confidence to come before the Lord and ask for anything according to his will. Whatever is in his will to do in your life, he will do it. We can have this confidence that whatever we ask, according to his will, we can know that we have the requests that we ask of him. So what is it there that you need in your life? What do you need the Lord to do? What are you seeking the Lord to do? What miracle do you need in your life? Call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. If there's somebody sick, going for a test, if there's somebody in the hospital, we want to pray with you for them. So call in tonight. How about your Bible questions? If you have a Bible question, a question about uh, Scripture, a question about doctrine, a question about theology, whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever question is in your heart tonight that you want to put before the Lord, that you want to ask and seek knowledge, seek understanding from the Scriptures, call in tonight. If you have a question about Scripture, if you have a question about doctrine, theology, uh, the cults, the occult, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in. Let's seek the Lord. Let's seek Scripture to answer your question. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Well, I want to remind you that we get together every Friday night for prayer and worship. We have a prayer and worship meeting on Friday nights in Arcadia. Uh, so I'm asking if you join us, if you, if you feel led, if you feel a need to be before the Lord, if you want to be in the throne room of God just seeking Him in prayer and worship, I invite you to come out and be with us for church. Come out to our service on Friday nights at 8 p.m. in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue, that's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. We get together every Friday night at 8 p.m. 
for prayer and worship, and we study the Word. We get into the Word. We get into God's Word. We're studying the book of Genesis, chapter by chapter and verse by verse. Last night, we were in chapter 24, where Abraham sends his servant to seek out a wife for Isaac. And how amazing it was, seeking, just seeing what the Lord did, how the Lord answered the prayers of Abraham and his servant. So if you'd like to study God's Word with us, if you have a desire to be in church uh, on Friday nights, this is other than being on church in, in, on Sundays. We're not, we're not telling you to stay home on Sunday. We're telling you to come out Fridays and then go to church on Sunday too. But come out on Friday nights and worship with us. Come out on Friday nights and study the Word of God with us at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Just take the 210 freeway into the Arcadia, Pasadena area. You'll see Santa Anita Avenue. Get off the freeway and go north one block to Foothill Boulevard. Make a right. Go one more block to 1st Avenue. Make another right, and you'll see us at the corner of Forest and 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Friday nights at 8 p.m., come out and join us for worship, prayer, and study of God's Word. Amen. Uh, again, we'll give you the numbers, and then we'll pray and go to the phone lines. The number is 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you just want to come before the Lord and stand in the gap, stand in the gap and seek God's prayer, seek God's answer to your prayer. You know, I told you that we can have confidence before the Lord to know that whatever we ask, according to his will, we will receive. So call in tonight with your prayer request. Let's pray. Call in tonight with your questions. Let's seek the Lord in, in Scripture. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Write that number down. Write it down and call in. We want to pray for Jeremiah who's uh, going through some stuff, and he's asking the Lord to change his life and his mom's life. In 2020, we want to pray for Fernando, and we want to pray for Archie, who's been going for, for uh, the uh, dialysis. We're going through dialysis. We want to pray for Frank, Frank Marco. Pray for many. We want to pray for Swanee and for the Rose family. We need to just seek God for their behalf. We want to stand in the gap for them. And ask God to, to just do a miraculous work of healing, restoration, to give counsel, to give peace, to give comfort. So, Father, we come before you, Lord, asking your blessing, Father, asking for you to do a work, asking for you to move in these lives, Lord. I pray that you touch these lives, touch these hearts, touch these bodies, heal and give comfort, heal and give peace. Heal, Lord, these people who need heal, these, these, these children of God, these who seek you, Lord, and ask for prayer, these who are seeking you, Lord, asking for healing, asking for support, asking for guidance, asking for peace and comfort, whatever is the need, Lord, you know each and every life, you know each and every circumstance and situation. So I pray, Father, that you would do a mighty work and heal in Jesus' name, give comfort in Jesus' name. Do all that you desire to do according to your will. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, again, call in tonight with your questions. Call in tonight with your praise reports. Call in tonight with your prayer requests. The number is 
995-5552. You know, something that was, that's been on my mind uh, for the last few days is, is this thing that's going on in Iran. Uh, the uh, United States ordered an airstrike and killed uh, an Iranian general who's, known, who's a known terrorist. And there's a lot going on in that part of the world. Is there, any, is there anything on your mind about this? Because I've got a lot of questions about that. You know, I see Iran, I see Russia, and I see China getting together. And, you know, there's a lot going on between them. And they're kind of looking like allies. And I'm looking at the book of Revelation. And I'm seeing that these two, two, two out of these three, well, these countries are mentioned in the book of Revelation. Gog and Magog. You know, is this not the the prelude to what we see is coming as the the uh the tribulation you know do you, what do you think about that do you have do you guys have any thoughts about that has that been on your mind well we had a caller uh who uh, i guess hung up or got disconnected i just want to uh encourage you to call back the number is 888-995-5552 that's 888-995-5552 the live on the air calls if you need prayer if you have questions if you have a praise report call in tonight and call her please call back uh let's go to the phone lines right now and we're going to talk to desiree hi desiree you're on the gypsy christian hour how can we help tonight calling for a prayer request i thought they would just take the information well tell me what's your prayer request and let's pray it's for my brother-in-law he is over at the city of hope in Duarte. his name is jim mark and he is suffering, severely suffering. He's in ICU. He has been for almost two months. And it's been very hard on my sister and his family. And I'm just asking, he's an atheist, and I'm asking for peace and that God comes to him Amen. while he's in this pain and, and just bring him peace. Well, let's pray. Father, I join Desiree right now, Lord, in prayer. And I know that there are others, Lord, listening in this program, and they're joining us right now in prayer. And you're listening and hearing our prayers for Jim. Lord, Jim is an atheist, and he doesn't have any faith right now. He does not believe in you, and he hasn't accepted Jesus Christ as his Savior. I pray, Lord, for his salvation. I pray, Lord, that his heart would be open that his ears would be wide open, Lord, that his heart, Lord, would be willing to accept and receive the truth about Jesus Christ, the truth about our need for salvation, our need for, this, for, the forgiveness, for the forgiveness of our sins. And I pray that he would ask for his forgiveness, Lord, the forgiveness of sins. I pray, Lord, that he would receive Christ as his Savior. I pray that you would send ministers to him, somebody, Lord, to to minister to yeah. him, to, 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 to preach the gospel to him, to share the love of Jesus Christ. And I pray, Father, that he would be open and receiving to it. So I pray for his spiritual salvation. I pray, Lord, for the salvation of his soul. And also, Lord, I pray for, for healing for his body. I pray, Lord, that you would relieve him from this pain and suffering, Father. I pray, Lord, that you would heal him miraculously, miraculously, Lord, that, that, that there would be no other explanation except the intervention of Almighty and awesome God. Father, I pray, Lord, for this man, this precious soul, Lord, 
that you went to the cross for. I pray for Jim, for salvation, for his soul, salvation for his body, healing for his soul, and healing for his body. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Well, God bless you, Desiree. God bless you. Thank you so much. Good Good night. night. And if you'd like to call in for prayer, like Desiree, she stood in the gap for her friend. She stood in the gap for someone else. If there's somebody you know who needs prayer, or if you need prayer yourself, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. You can also call in with your prayer requests, with your Bible questions, questions about doctrine, theology, questions about the cults, the occult. You know, has anybody ever knocked on your door from the Mormon Church, Jehovah Witnesses, from the United Pentecostal Church, and you knew there was something different about them, but you had no idea? Well, if you'd like to know what they believe, if you have a question about these cults, call in tonight. The number is 888 995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for prayer requests, for Bible questions, for testimonies and praise reports. Well, before we go to the Word, I just want to remind you that uh, this is a listener-supported program. And my question is, would you pray this week about supporting this program? You know, we've been on the air here for 33 years serving you in the Lord serving the community, praying and and preaching the Word of God. And we'd like to be here for as long as God will keep us here. So would you pray this week about helping us stay on the air? Anything you send in would be greatly appreciated. Large donations, small donations, whatever you send in will be used immediately for keeping us here at KKLA. So pray about supporting this ministry uh, just make a, a check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and you can send it into P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, and the zip code is 91109. Uh, 100% of what you send in goes to supporting this program here at KKLA. So consider it. Pray about it. See how the Lord will lead you. Amen? Also, uh, you can find us at kkla.com. I'm sorry, kkla slash podcast. So if you've missed the program or you'd like to, uh, uh, if you'd like to catch up on an old program, you can listen to us on podcast at kkla.com uh, slash podcast. So look for us at the KKLA podcast page. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Vicki. Hi, Vicki, you're in the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Sammy. Um, I was just wondering, uh, why is it a Pentecostal, uh, United Pentecostal, I guess, oneness church or something? Why is that a cult? Okay, well, a cult can be defined in, in two ways. And the way that they're defined is any any uh, church that calls themselves Christian but deviates from uh, um, uh, Orthodox Christianity. In other words, mm-hmm. if they if they don't believe one of the essentials, uh, one or more of the essentials, and one of the essentials 
of Christian doctrine is believing in the Trinity. We believe that there is one God, and that one God is revealed in three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that these per- three persons are eternally distinct. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, that, that's, the, that's the basic understanding or the basic teaching of the Trinity that we find in Scripture. Well, the United Pentecostal Church deviate from that. And they don't believe that in a trinity. They, they are modalists. They believe that there is one God, and that one God turns himself into or changes himself in, in, in different through the years, through, through the eons. In other words, he started off as God the Father in creation. Then he became God the Son in salvation. And now he is the Holy Spirit. So, you know, he, you know, he's he's done, he's God in three different modes. That's why they're called modalists. You know, oh. you remember remember on your old VCR, there was three different ways of of recording on the tape, three different speeds. There was uh, LP, LLP, and some, something else. Well, those were different modes of the same uh, machine. Okay, there was the same machine working in three different modes. And these are modalists because they believe in one God uh, and he's, he's in three different modes. He's, sometimes he's the Father, sometimes he's the Son, sometimes the, he's the Holy Spirit. We don't believe that. We are Trinitarian. We believe in one God revealed in three persons, and these three persons are eternally distinct. Now, the thing is, you know, they, think, they go crazy because they think we believe in three, three separate gods. We don't believe in three separate gods. We believe in one God. And, mm-hmm. and and that one God is revealed in three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They also believe in a very a works-based uh, salvation. They say if you're not baptized in the name of Jesus, you're not saved. So mm-hmm. if you've been baptized in, uh, in this way, uh, you're, you're, you know, you're in the water and the pastor says, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you're not saved. You have to be baptized in the name of Jesus or you're not saved. They also say if you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved. So it's very, it's very work-based salvation. It's not what Jesus has done for you. It's what you do. And, 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 mm. and so that's why, they're, that's why they're defined as a cult. So from a doctrinal wow. standpoint, they are a cult. Same as the Jehovah wow. Witnesses and the Mormons. You know, there's a great book. Wow. There's a great book uh, Called, uh, I think, uh, Oneness, Pentecost- Oneness, Oneness, Pentecostalism, and the Trinity by Gregory Boyd. I would highly recommend that you, if you want to know more about the the, 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 the United Pentecostal Church, you can read that book. What was the name of it again? Uh, United Pentecostalism uh, and the and the uh, and the Trinity. Just look up Gregory Boyd, B O Y D. On Google uh-huh. or, in, or mm-hmm. at Amazon, and you'll see Oneness Pentecostalism and the Trinity by Gregory Boyd. Okay. Okay? Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank, Thank you, Vicki. God bless. Okay. Bye. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Candy. Hi, Candy. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How can we help tonight? Hey, oh, well, just one question first, and then... A prayer, please. Okay. Uh, I'm Latino, uh, specifically from from Central America, 
Um, I want to try to to make a question for you. I find it in the Word of God uh, about God going to defend Israel and Jewish people. And I I believe if I believe in the same God of them, so they're going to defend me from that from that land. Which uh, which the name only only I find is Oriental line, Oriental. I I am figuring Oriental line is means China, because mm. I don't know why God is telling is telling uh, us they're going to defend from that specific from that land. Oriental land says only. It doesn't say name of that. What? Continent. Where does it? Where does it say Oriental land? Where, where, where are you reading in the Bible? Uh, well, I don't have exactly now in my mm-hmm. hands, but I need to. I need to. I need to find exactly where in which book. Yeah, because I've read. Yeah, I've I've read the Bible and I've never found the word Orient or Oriental uh, in exactly, the Bible. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, but I need to I need to find uh, exactly to to provide you to provide you. Yeah, but so what's your so what would your well, what is your question about this the subject? Oh, oh because uh, about this uh, this about this about the question is uh, uh, why God is mentioned this this uh, this uh, land, and my question is who do I? Mm-hmm. I want to. I, I want to know uh, with people, uh, with with people like you, like a teacher, like you, mm-hmm. or a pastor, who they are. Mm-hmm. Because I want to. I want to be prepared. For example, you mentioned Russia and Iran and China, uh-huh. such as three countries, such as three countries, not not good, not yeah. good. Uh, well, the the, the the countries mentioned in the Bible, countries like like uh, Persia. Persia is the ancient name for what we now know as Iran. Okay, uh, Gog and Magog mentioned in 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 Revelation are countries that we know now as China and Russia, and it says that these countries will will rise up against Israel and make war with Israel, and other countries also uh, will rise up to make war against Israel, and they'll come to a battle. The, called the Battle of Armageddon, and it's during the Battle of Armageddon when Jesus comes back and mm-hmm. uh, sets up his and and he, and he defeats these enemies of Israel and Satan uh, and the Antichrist and sets up his kingdom uh, for a thousand years here on the earth. Now, the the, the reason we know that the, that these are the lands is the, the people have studied the the, the Bible. And these are the ancient names of the lands that we now know in, in, in modern vernacular as, as Iran, uh, Russia, China. Uh, you know, uh, the, the Bible also mentions other countries uh, in, uh, that we now know uh, by their modern names. But uh, I've never seen the word Orient or Oriental. Uh, you know, but these are Asian, Asian countries, Middle Eastern countries uh, that will rise up against Israel in the latter days, and we're getting close. We're getting so close to the latter days, and I would encourage you and and, and all of us to be ready for the uh, rapture. To be ready for uh, the rapture. 
Jesus tells okay. us in, in, in Thessalonians that he will come like a, well, in the, in the Gospels, he, he'll come like a thief in the night. Nobody will be expecting him when he comes. And he'll come mm -hmm. in Thessalonians. It says that he'll come with a mighty trumpet sound and we'll all be raptured. We'll all be caught up in the air to be with him in his kingdom forevermore. Yes, uh, I'm. Uh, I'm very concerned about this, about this issue, this uh, about this passage. What I find in the war, because, because uh, I I'm taking seriously the the people from that land, specifically China. I'm taking seriously every movement they're doing. I'm taking seriously because because you know you're talking about we gotta be prepared. We got we gotta prepare. Uh, every moment uh, the, the Chinese people are doing, uh, in, I mean, invisible, visible or invisible, I'm very prepared and I'm very aware because that's why I'm believing in Jesus Christ. Amen. You know? um, uh, if, if Jesus Christ is is more powerful than any than any than any nation, and he and he is the only who gonna defeat all these nations. He go, he is gonna provide to us, to his believers, real believers, the information and all the secrets about about all of these this this country. Mm -hmm. But uh, nobody provide us all of these secrets. Well, the, only well, him. well only the Lord, him. the Lord is the Lord is at work. He's given us His word. He's given us scripture to to inform us, to prepare us, and it's up to us to be prepared spiritually that when the Lord comes, we'd be that we would be ready to be caught up in the air with other Christians and to be with Jesus. Amen. Well, God bless you for your... and, and 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 for last, lastly, can you make a prayer for the children from Central America, children who are in the in the detentions around the United States, innocent children um, are very painful for for these children who are suffering all these detentions from the from the authorities from the Amen. Well, Father, we pray. And we pray, Lord, for the please? children. We pray for please. these children, Lord, the innocents, Father, the ones who have been yes, brought Father. here, Lord, by either their yes, parents Father, or others, please. Lord. I yes. pray, Lord, that you would protect them, that you would guide them, and that you would provide, Lord, homes for these children, a place for them here in, in the United States, Lord, Lord, that they would come into this country, Lord, and that they would be a blessing to those around them, and that this country would be a blessing to them, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would regulate, that you would, that you would, that, that you would uh, manage this immigration problem, Lord, that you would give the authorities, Lord, and the powers, the, the men, the, the people that, that are in authority, the men and women that are in authority, that you would give them wisdom, Lord, to solve this immigration problem and make a way, Lord, for these children, Lord, to, to be citizens, you, for them to be, uh, for them to prosper, Lord, and to be taken care of, Lord. So I pray that you would protect them, that you would give your grace and your mercy, Lord, and that those in charge, Lord, will take care of the children according to your will, Thank in you. Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Amen. God Thank bless you, you, Candy. Thank you, Pastor. God bless Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. God bless Good night and Happy New Year. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Jesus. Oh, let me see here. Is Jesus ready to, to go on the air? No? Okay. Well, we're going to give Jesus a minute or two uh, as we get ready to take his call. But if you'd like to call in tonight, if you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, you can call in at 
995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you're asking God to, to, to do a work in your life or those people in your life, call in tonight. 888-995-5552. You can use the same number to call in for your uh, Bible questions, questions on Scripture, on the cults, the occult, world religions, whatever's on your mind tonight. Uh, let's see. Okay, I get a, I'm get i getting a, a message here to pray for a breaking of addiction in Jesus' life and for God, for him to get closer to God. So, Father, Lord, we pray for Jesus and all those suffering the bondage of addiction. Lord, we hear so much drug addiction, addiction to alcohol, addiction to gambling, pornography. There's so many tricks and lies of the enemy causing your people and others, Lord, to be in the chains of addiction. But Lord, you broke those chains. When you sent Jesus on the cross, you paid the price for the breaking of these addictions. And these addictions have no power over anyone anymore except the power, Lord, that we give them. So I pray, Lord, that you would free Jesus again. Bring him out of this addiction, this life of addiction, this cycle of addiction. I pray for all those, Lord, who are suffering. I pray, Lord, for help. Help in a time of need. I pray that you would be the help that we all need, Lord, for salvation, for forgiveness, for grace, for mercy, and for freedom from addiction. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I encourage you all to pray for those on a daily basis who are suffering from any type of addiction. It's a tool that the the enemy uses on a daily basis. And I pray that there would be many, many praise reports and testimonies. You know, I've heard them in the past. There are many that we could that we could talk about, but we need many more testimonies and praise reports on breaking the, the, the bond of addiction. Amen. Well, I wanted to talk about a little bit about Genesis chapter twenty four. You know, um, last time if you know the if you know the, the book of Genesis in the uh preceding chapters, Sarah, Isaac's uh, uh, mother passed away, and now Abraham's getting old. Well, he is old. He's a hundred. He's about a hundred and forty years old at this time, and he's looking to to his servant to go and find a wife for Isaac. And in Genesis chapter twenty-four it says, "Now Abraham was old, advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed him in every way." And it impressed me, you know, that you know he's 140 years old, and the Bible is saying that the Lord has blessed him in every way. God blessed Abraham in every way. God blessed Abraham over a period of time. It was over a certain time period that God blessed him. God didn't just open the windows of heaven and pour out everything at once at one time. God blessed Abraham over the years, and you know part of of maturing is being able and faithful to wait on the Lord. You know, we want what we want. We want God's blessing, and we want it now. 
You know, how many times have you thought about winning the lottery? How many times have you thought about inheriting money from an unknown relative? But it doesn't happen. It happens once in a great while. I mean, the, the, the chances of winning the lottery? Really? You've got a better chance of being struck by lightning, literally. You've got a better chance of being struck by lightning than you have winning the lottery. But we all fantasize and think about how great it would be to win the lottery. We want it now. We want it all at once. But part of maturing, part of being mature, part of growing up in the Lord is being able and faithful to wait on the Lord and let him bless you according to his appointed time. I thought of Second uh, Peter, the third chapter, that says, The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but he is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. You know, why doesn't the Lord just come now? Why doesn't he come now? Why is he waiting before he sends Jesus Christ back for the rapture? Because he's patient. You know, we want to come now. We want this. We want, to, we want to be with the Lord now. We want his blessing now. But God is patient, waiting for all to come to him. Waiting for everyone who will receive him to receive him. God's grace and his mercy is in not giving us what we want sometimes. God's blessing comes over time. God's blessing comes according to his appointed time. And part of being a mature Christian is being able to wait, to wait on the Lord. It's not easy, but it's worth it. Because when God blesses, he truly blesses. It says that he blessed Abraham in every way. And I'm sure he did. Abraham had God's blessing. But it came at a price. His faith was tested. His faith endured. And he's considered the father of faith because he was tested the most, or one of the most tested men in the Bible. Really, God called him to sacrifice Isaac, and he obeyed? Right up to taking the knife and raising it up against his son? He was ready to sacrifice Isaac to be obedient to God. That's faith. Having enough faith to know that God would raise him up even if he died? Faith. When you talk about faith, you have to talk about Abraham. And Abraham's faith was tested and rewarded. In the second verse it says, Abraham said to his servant, the oldest of his household, the one who had charge of all that he owned, please place your hand under my thigh and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven, the God of the earth, that you shall not take a wife from my son, from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I live, but you will go to my country and to my relatives and to take a wife from my son Isaac. Abraham wanted a wife for Isaac from his own people, not from the pagan people of the land. These were the Canaanites. These were not believers in God. They didn't, they didn't believe in the one true God. Abraham did not want Isaac to be influenced by an unbelieving wife. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this in just a minute, but we're going to take a couple of phone calls. 
and see how he can pray for some people. But think about this. God did not want Isaac to marry a non-believer. He didn't. He didn't want him to be influenced by, by the pagan people of the land. So let's come back to this in just a few minutes. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi. How are you tonight? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. I've listened to your program for a, forever. <laughs> oh, thank you. And I've also contributed to your ministry. Oh, thank you, Michelle. We appreciate that. I'd just like to ask a question. Okay. You speak about the rapture. So um, will the rapture come in the sixth? Um, present, or will it come in the seventh present? What do you mean by the sixth and seventh present? Okay, because um, the uh, Antichrist comes in the seventh, mm. and God comes, I mean, the Antichrist comes in the sixth, mm-hmm. and God comes in the seventh, and then he will take everybody up. Okay, well, okay. Th- there are different beliefs on when the rapture will occur. There's some mm-hmm. uh, some Christians believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. In other words, they believe, we believe, that the rapture will occur before the Antichrist is revealed, before okay. the beginning of the tribulation. I, I don't believe in that. Okay. I believe that God will come in the moment, mm-hmm. in the twinkling of an eye, and we all will be caught up. Okay, well, let me, let me finish... The, the different the different positions on tribulation. So, like I said, there is the pre. And so I'm wondering, what do you believe? I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. Okay. Okay. So I, believe... I don't believe in the. Okay, that's okay. We can. Well, we... I believe that when Jesus comes, mm-hmm. then we will all be changed into a spirit. In the moment, mm-hmm. in the twinkling of an eye. Yeah. Well, you're talking okay. about well, you're talking about First Corinthians, the fifteenth chapter, where it says that I believe yes. that and I God, be- Jesus, mm-hmm. our Savior and our Lord and our Almighty, okay. will change us to spiritual. Okay. Can, in can, the moment. Can I can I eye. can I comment on what you're saying in just a sec for for right now? In, when yeah, you're, I'll listen. Okay, when you when <laughs> I, I know. Okay. That I it is other spiritual beings that will come first, and they will deceive the whole planet okay okay well let me let me let me comment and they, they well, will say that they are Michelle, God or Michelle, they are Jesus Michelle but they are not they are okay, the Antichrist I, Michelle I've given I you Michelle you know Michelle if you don't if, we can't have a conversation if you if you if you take up the no, entire go conversation ahead, go okay ahead because I Okay. I know uh, I, that I know. the Antichrist comes first. Okay. Well, here's what, you, what you're okay. saying in First Corinthians, the 15th chapter, the twinkling of an eye, is when we are 
changed when we are when we receive our glorified bodies because it says the corruptible will become incorruptible the mortal will take on immortality so now that's that's put that aside now for just for one second the the preacher i can't i can't i can't i can't um i can't uh, put one to the other, or this or that. Okay. Well, Christian listen. Well, well, listen. Well, listen, Michelle. Thank you for your. Thank you for your comments. Well, thank you for and your. Well, we have to understand when he comes, we all will be here. That's why we have to decide if we're going to take the mark of the well, beast or this and that. Okay. Now, when. Well, Michelle. Jesus comes well, at the seventh trump. It's it's trumps too. You have to remember. Yeah. It is trumps. Well, I, okay. hey, Michelle. You know, I'm running out of time, and I want to just thank you for your call. Thank you for your comment, and I really appreciate your comment. And we can agree to disagree on on certain points in Scripture. So okay. Mm-hmm. So thank you, thank you for your call, well, Michelle. God bless. Well, I wanted to to make this point and um god bless you know god bless michelle and, and and her her belief and she's fine to have that belief uh but there are other positions also on uh, on the rapture uh i was trying to trying to say that some christians believe that the rapture will happen before the tribulation there are some christians that believe that the rapture will happen uh midway through the tribulation and there are some Christians that believe, like Michelle, that the rapture will happen at the second coming of Christ, when when that, that great battle of Armageddon is going on. And you can be a Christian and, and, and believe either one of these three positions. I happen to believe in the pre-tribulation rapture because I believe Scripture supports that pre-tribulation belief. Why? One of the reasons is because uh, wherever, whenever God has poured out his wrath, he has never poured out his wrath upon his children, upon his people. In, in the days of Noah, God took Noah out of the flood. He got him through the flood. He was on the ark. God provided a way out of not being in the wrath of the flood. When God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he took Lot out of the city. He took Lot and his family out of the city. He took them out of the wrath. He took them out of the way of the wrath of God. And I believe that before God pours out his wrath on this earth, he will take out his children. If you look in the book of Revelation, after he talks to the churches, the seven churches, I believe it's around the 7th or the 8th chapter. I forget where, where it is. But after a certain point in the book of Revelation, you never see the church again. There's no mention of the church in the pouring out of God's wrath in Revelation during the tribulation. So this is, this is, this is my position on the, the rapture. The Bible says in, uh, in uh, 1 Thessalonians, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring him, 
bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord. It doesn't say the second coming. It doesn't say the, book of, the, 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 the battle of Armageddon. It says that the Lord will come, that we will not proceed those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we, who are alive and remain, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, so that we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. This is definitely talking about the rapture. It's talking about the rapture. It doesn't say we're going to have glorified bodies. It doesn't say we're going to be on, uh, take on immortality or, 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 or incorruptibility. We will be with the Lord. We will be spirit beings at this time. We will be caught up in the spirit. We will be changed when Jesus comes back for the second coming. We will, we will be in our resurrected bodies. But when we're with the Lord in the air, we won't have those resurrected bodies yet. We'll be changed. So what's your position? Do you have a different position? You can call in and we'll talk about it. It's 888-995-5552. You know, we can have a discussion. You can even have a debate. But let's not argue about it. This is not something to separate over. This is not something where we we can't be brothers and sisters in the Lord. This is positions that we have these are not, this is a non-essential position. You can have any one of these three positions and still be a Christian. It's just the timing of the tribulation, the timing of the rapture, the timing of the second coming. These are things that will be worked out according to God's time, according to his appointed time. He will reveal things according to his purpose and his plan. I happen to hold a pre-tribulation rapture. Because I believe the, 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 the scriptures teach it. What do you believe? Call. The number is 888-995-5552. Let's go back to the phone lines and pray for, for Linda. Hi, Linda. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we pray for you tonight? Hi. Um, I'd like you to pray for my son, Charles. He, you know, I live in California, and he is in upper state New York uh, living on the street. And he has a severe mental illness, and he suffers from strokes. So, I, you know, last I heard, he was still alive at the end of October. And I'm doing my best to try to find him and, you know, try to work with the authorities. But it's it's been very difficult. It's been really hard. And I really feel like I need a miracle from God, Amen. you know, to heal him and, and bring him back. Well, Father... We know that even though, uh, even though Linda doesn't know where, where where Charles is, you do. Your eyes are your eyes are upon him right now. You know exactly where he is. You know exactly his situation. You know exactly his circumstance. And we come before you, Lord, to just stand in the gap and ask your blessing, your grace, your mercy, your protection. And above all, your healing, your healing for Charles. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would send your anointed angels, Lord, to minister to him. I pray, Lord, that you would bring people into his life, Father, that would that would care for him, that would that would minister to him, that would preach the gospel to him. 
I pray, Lord, that though, that there would be people that, that, that would lead him in a godly way. Lord, I pray that you would take him off the street, bring him into a home, Lord, a shelter, somewhere where he can get help. And I pray, Lord, that he would reach out to his mom. I pray, Lord, that he would call home. Lord, that as the, as the way the prodigal son came to his senses, I pray that Charles would come to his senses and they would call his mom and that there would be a way, Lord, for him to get help. Help from his mom, help from the people who love him, but most of all, help from the God who loves him and sent his son to die for him on the cross. Lord, we know that you're able to do all things abundantly and exceedingly beyond what we ask. And I pray for a blessing upon Charles, Lord. I pray healing upon Charles. I pray protection upon Charles in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I also pray, I also pray for Linda that you would give her the peace of God, that you would guard her heart and her mind in Christ Jesus, and that you would give her the peace to know that you will take care of Charles, and you will cause a miracle in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless you, Linda. And if you'd like to call in tonight, we've got a few more minutes. The number is 888-995-5552. And I was saying that uh, Abraham wants Isaac to marry a fellow believer. He doesn't want to take a wife for Isaac from the world. He doesn't want to take a wife for Isaac from an unbelieving pagan people. And the Bible tells us not to do this, not to be unequally yoked. This is an unequal yoke. You can't bring a a non-believer into your life if you're a believer in the Lord. If you're following God and the person you want to marry isn't following God, there's going to be a problem there. And Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, the 14th verse, it says, Do not be bound together with unbelievers. For what partnership has unrighteousness with law, I'm sorry, has righteousness. Let me start again. Do not be bound together with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? You know, Abraham is looking to marry his son. He's looking for a wife for Isaac. But it doesn't, this, this, this whole teaching isn't limited to marriage. What about partnerships in business? What about other things that you get involved in with, with, with non believers? Don't get involved, don't get tied, don't get bound together in any kind of relationship with unbelievers. Does, that, does this mean that you can't you know, have unbelieving friends? No. We're to make relationships with unbelievers, but we're not to be bound to unbelievers. What partnership has righteousness and lawlessness? What fellowship has light with darkness? Don't get involved in the ways of the unbelieving world. Don't do it. There's no reason for a Christian to get involved with unchristian practices. You know, Abraham is making his servant take a vow that he will not allow his son to marry a Canaanite woman. 
that's where that's where Abraham's living. He's living among the Canaanites. And he doesn't want Isaac to take a wife from the local people. He's telling his 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 his, his servant, go to my family, go to my relatives, go to the people that I know believe in God, the the, the people of my tribe, my family, my Vitsa. Go to them and get a godly wife for my son Isaac. You know, we should be praying for our children. We should be praying that they would be blessed with partners, with mates, who will build them up, who will be a a good partner to them, and not someone who will bring them down or lead them into unrighteous things. We need to pray for our children that they would not be worldly, that they wouldn't get involved in the world. We should be providing for them the means of serving the Lord, being in the Lord. You know, I was listening to, to the radio on the way here, and he, the, the, the preacher was preaching, how can you uh, expect your children to follow God and keep God's commandments when you don't? When you don't, as a Christian, you're not following God, you're not serving God, you're not keeping the commandments. What example are you setting for your children? What example are you setting for them? What, 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 what advice do you give them? Do you, do you give them hypocritically, don't do what I do, do what I say? That's what the world does. You know? And Jesus talked more about the hypocrisy of the Pharisees, I think, than anything else. You know, he said, they t- they, you know, do what they tell you to do, but don't do what they do. What are we doing? How are we living? Are we setting the example for our children? Are we praying? Are we seeking the Lord on behalf of our children? Abraham went to the to the hilt. He went to the max, looking for his looking for a wife, looking for a godly wife. He sent his servant five hundred miles back to Mesopotamia, back to the city where his family, where he left his his brother and his father. Uh, it says where he left Nahor, the city of Nahor. Nahor was his brother. And unto his brother was born a son, and unto that son was born a daughter, Rebekah. And God gave Rebekah, a godly woman, God gave Rebekah to Isaac and blessed him with a godly wife. What do you want for your children? What do you want for your son, for your daughter? If you want the best, then you need to pray. You need to seek their behalf in prayer. We need to be praying parents, and we need to be godly parents. We need to be setting the example, setting the standard. Our standard is not the world and what the world does. Our standard is Jesus Christ. 